0: hi everyone thanks hi yes my name is abby sullivan and you are listening to the drew barrymore show weekly recap podcast And you better stop clapping right now because we have too much to cover we just don't have time i gotta tell you this whole week blew me away every single episode was absolutely perfect in my opinion she really and the whole team came back so refreshed and renewed from the Thanksgiving break. And she really, really delivered for us. Before we dive right in, I do want to briefly mention at the very end of this podcast, once I finished recapping this extremely delicious week, um, I will be playing a brand new game that my friend Chris invented. Chris invented it, I named it. It's called Droovy Night. Not movie night, but Droovy Night. Um, And so, like I said, that'll be happening at the end of the podcast, so I hope you stick around for that. It's going to be really fun, and I make a fool of myself. But, you know, before we get too ahead of ourselves, you know, Drew starts the week just like everybody else with Monday. So let's get into Monday.
1: Hi, everyone!
0: The beginning of Monday's episode almost felt like a production meeting.
1: (laughs) Did everybody hear the best crew in the world? All I kept thinking was, nobody have people from out of town. We want to keep doing the show. (laughs) I know, I was like solo by myself in a body condom. It was amazing.
0: Honestly, I will say that I absolutely love that, personally as a viewer. It has, like, such a direct feel to it. Um, and it felt, like, <laughs> like very off the cuff in, like, a good way. And, um, you know, it is their set. I mean, it's just her on the set and the crew. Because there's no audience, obviously. So they've been doing a cool thing, too, that I love. Like, whoever came up with this, I'm sure maybe the director, um, they've been doing a new shot when they go to break or when they finish the episode. They'll shoot from behind the set kind of so you can see um, basically like what drew sees out in the studio and you can see it's just like bare studio and crew it's like pretty it's pretty cool because I mean every other morning show when you see what the rest of the studio looks like it's like risers and um, audience chairs and stuff like that so I really like that I like the peeks into it there's something like so unique about this show because it was built In the pandemic, like, all the other morning shows had to adapt um, what they already had, but this show, like, had to build itself from nothing in the midst of, like, total chaos in the industry. One more earnest thing, and then we'll move on to some really insane ridiculousness. Um, She's doing a thing where she's kind of highlighting local businesses from each of the 50 states and so her first one she did today and it was actually frugal books in boston which is the only black owned bookstore in boston so um i really loved that now this is also relevant because (laughs) she at the end of the interview said this go boston by the way which i take as a direct reference to fever pitch which is of course my favorite movie of all time tied with sunset boulevard
1: there's valentine's day there's birthdays there's all of these things i'm gonna go home tonight get naked look in that mirror by the way (laughs) um i'm not
0: kidding (laughs) i'm having a moment right now so much happened even just on monday that it's been really hard for me to narrow it down i think one of my theories is that it was because she had a familiar co-host back I'm back, everybody! Hi, hi, hi! Drew's news on this day was the best I've seen in a very long time, possibly ever.
1: David Prowse, the actor who literally embodied Darth Vader, passed away. Uh, no, I am your father. I can't do <laughs> Vader, but here's what you need to know. Yeah. The reason this upset me so much is because.
2: My first crush was Darth Vader. I really think we could do a deep dive into that, you know, but I'm not gonna do it here.
0: Why not Ross Matthews? Why not? I, I wish you had.
1: And I used to have a reoccurring dream when I was a kid. I would run down these hallways. I was clearly being chased. Uh-huh, okay. And then I would get to this panel in the wall and I would do the things and the buttons to open up the wall, but then the cape would close around it and the camera would pan up and he would look down at me.
2: Darth Vader
1: uh-huh I'm into men in masks wow oh my god he's so hot I am hot for Vader
0: why is you always so h-word at 9 30 a.m and this guy is dead <laughs> let's not lose sight of what this story was originally about
1: you know who I want some mistletoe for oh. Darth Vader
0: weird oh oh she still wasn't done
1: but Vader call me <laughs> I love you <laughs> okay tuesday ross did you see this quarantine meme and i'm realizing it's because i didn't have parents men turned on by needlepoint Hmm, i just did not
0: see this happening you know this week when i asked drew um as i usually do about what she thinks about my podcast she gave me kind of mixed signals
1: and i don't really like it to be perfectly honest but i'm gonna drink it up and see if we get smarter and that's just funny um that's just straight up funny Maybe it's comedy, like, oh, you're harsh, you're mean, you're rude. I am obsessed and I'm obsessed with you.
0: I don't really know where to go from there. But um, on this day, she interviewed Gordon Ramsay and it went like this. And he's adorable, as are you, but I
1: don't mean that in a flirty way because you're you're married and I, I respect your wife. Every exactly. time I go to Vegas, I go all out. I, it's not like the hangover level, but it's, it's in the vein of.
0: I would, I'm not exaggerating, I would kill a person to go to Vegas with Drew Barrymore. Can you imagine how fun that would be? As she reminded us on Tuesday, she knows how to party better than anyone. My mom was like, you got all bees."
1: <laughs> Coco! By the way, better than I did. <laughs> Researchers at the University of, I got all Studio
2: 54s. Um, the University... All I'm thinking about is Studio 54 right now. That's what I'm thinking about. Oh
1: baby, it was good. Was it? Oh my God. That's why I'm not like bummed that my mom took me out. I'm like, what else was I gonna be doing? Going to put school? on a beret as you said it. Did you all see that happen?
0: and drinking hot cocoa, okay. She also interviewed Rosie Perez. Now, Rosie Perez is like a ray of sunshine. It was an amazing interview, no matter what. Um, Drew brought up immediately that they had been in a movie together, which I didn't know. It was the 2001 film Riding in Cars with Boys. I am not familiar with this work, um, but they played a 10-second clip. $100,000.
1: What? Uh-oh. Ray, did I ever ask oh. you for a dime of child support? Get
3: out.
0: <laughs> My first thought knowing nothing about the context of what this movie is about is where's the dialect coach ours were dropped i actually i took the liberty of going to this movie is IMDb page and looking to see if there was a dialect coach and there was not. And quickly, before we move on to Wednesday, one highlight I would be remiss if I didn't include um, from Drew's News was that she revealed who she would like to play her in the biopic of her life.
1: Here's who would play me. <laughs> it's Marty Feldman, ladies and
0: gentlemen. <gasps> Perfect choice. Wednesday. Reign supreme!
1: Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> we all know, I <laughs> I like cold spaghetti out of the fridge. I treated my body like a garbage truck for my entire life. Uh, it's 2020. We're all lonely. <laughs> I'm at work right now.
0: I've been rearing to get to this day. Wow. Okay. There is so much to cover. Let's start with her entrance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By the way, as I'm dancing, I'm literally thinking like Ken probably doesn't love that lighting spot as much. I should dance over here. Right now, I've got people in my ear. Do you guys know that I actually have a thing in my ear? It's called an IFB. I call it my boyfriend. Um, and I already have voices in my head. So I'm like, welcome to the
0: party. <laughs> I don't know why I even went to TV school. I, I could have just watched this show if it, if it had been out when I was in TV school. You know, that's most of what you need to know, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. And speaking of the industry, you know I get amped when she gives us little peeks into the world of Drew Barrymore. So she told this story about an audition she went on. I'll I'll let her tell it to you.
1: I went on an audition for that movie, Cape Fear, and I was so like at a not great point in my career. I went in like on a Sunday morning with the like assistant's assistant, and I had to do like the finger in the mouth scene where he, I was like, and she was like, you can just stick your finger in your own mouth. And I was like, oh God, I, I Oh, God,
0: like just the best story she could have told at that moment in time. The big segment um, today, like big, like took up so much time. I think a lot more time than they had anticipated was um, they had a Chicago pizza taste test. They had pizza from three different Chicago deep dish restaurants and they sampled and they tried it. And um, this is how it went.
1: Chicago pizza. You know what? That reminds me. I need to take like six digestive enzymes. So yeah. um, Oh wait. Oh god. They just said in my ear. Go to the tape first. Go to the tape first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: And here's how they rated the pizzas.
2: Oh my god. I can't even. Mm-mm. Oh my god. I'm not even speaking. Ross mm-hmm. thoughts. Oh my god. I'm. I'm. In. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I know. Thank
2: you. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yep, 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 yep. And then unrelated to the Chicago pizza, moving on to Drew's news, she and Ross interviewed a man who um, rescued a dog, his dog that was being eaten by a crocodile or an alligator or something. And um, I don't know why, (laughs) but they tried to recreate it. They tried to recreate the scenario using a stuffed puppy and a book, like the book. Is like the crocodile's jaws? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I, uh, okay, uh, okay, go. okay. Like we're gonna put the dogs in a book. Is the
1: book the gator? Yeah, the book is the Kay. gator with the jaws of life. Of course, you know, Rick, you dealt with the real thing, and uh, uh, oh, oh, okay. uh, is uh,
2: this
4: how
0: it sort not of was? My cigar, I'm getting the dog out. One of Drew's several guests on Wednesday was once again for the second time since the show aired her ex-husband, Tom Green. Right now he
1: comes to us live from his van in the desert. It's Tom Green.
2: Wow.
0: (laughs) Yes, Tom Green. Now, can we talk about this for a second? So I don't know if this is just me. I feel like Tom Green is like a huge pop cultural blind spot for me i have no idea who this man is i have no idea who he is and so um after the first time he was on the show um a couple months ago maybe i went to his wikipedia i was like okay i'm gonna find out who this guy is now his wikipedia page is so long that i was i gave up i shut down i was like i'm not reading this so i have not been able to I mean, this is more a reflection of me not wanting to read than anything else. I, I, I have not been able to crack the code of who Tom Green is. So I figured, because I don't want to read, I would introduce a new segment today. And that segment is called Tom Green School. Yes, thank you, Tom Green School. So I'm actually gonna call a couple people that I know in my life who do know who Tom Green is, and they're gonna explain him to me. Now Drew said a couple things when introducing Tom this week that confused me more than ever before.
1: And he's an actor,
0: one of the most
1: groundbreaking comedians in the world in history, in my opinion, because you oh, yeah. are a
0: pioneer of funny uh-huh. as a genre that did uh-huh. not exist before you. So that's really what I'm trying to get to the heart of today, so let's see. The first person I'm going to call is my Uncle Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Thanks for coming on my podcast. Thanks for having me. So um, I was wondering if you could tell me, to the best of your knowledge, who Tom Green is.
2: Uh, So um, he was a comedian in, or he's still alive, so he is a comedian, but I came across him uh his show on M T V in the mid nineties where it was kind of the first iteration of say like Jackass versus Tim and Eric. Um so it was kind of like a quasi talk show, but then you know, he kinda of do kind of nonsensical man on the street stuff that was kind of so silly that it was funny, but it didn't necessarily have a point to it necessarily so it's probably my best explanation
0: okay yeah that was very helpful because I feel like that's where my gap in the knowledge is because I know he was married to Drew Barrymore for like a month or something and he was in Charlie's Angels but then like that's it so that was very helpful to me I didn't know he had an MTV show so was it kind of like it wasn't scripted or was it like
2: um so I think it was probably portrayed it was probably portrayed as not scripted, but it I don't, I can't really say for a fact it wasn't there, but it had the feeling of, you know, kind of stuff happening as it happened. I don't know if that's really, you know, right. really how it was, but it kind of was set forth as kind of a lot of this wild stuff. And he would, and one of the big things on that show is he'd go to his parents' house in the middle of the night and like wake them up in their bed or like you know kind of do some wild stuff and it actually kind of sounds kind of stupid now that i'm talking about it but it, at the time it was very very funny a lot of groundbreaking stuff and it was good okay awesome huge huge in the mid to huge to the in the mid to late 90s it was a it was a big thing but it was one of those things that was very popular for a couple of years and then died out really quick. Like I say, the best way to describe it is Jackass and Tim and Eric. It was, like, all before that stuff happened. Uh, I mean, it's probably, I would say probably Andy Kaufman probably did it. And then and then it was, like, Jim Carrey. And then, like, Tom Green probably mm-hmm. did it. But it's not even in the class of those guys. But it was that style of stuff where it was just, like, completely bizarre it didn't it wasn't like a joke with like a setup and a punchline it was just doing crazy stuff and being like wow what is this person doing and you thought he was crazy it was not even close to, say, like... I don't even really like Jim Carrey, but, I mean, it wasn't close to anything like yeah, like that. But it was not definitely not anything new. Although, uh, with me being 19, watching it on TV, I was like, oh, this is wild. So. The
0: pieces are all coming together for me. The pieces are all coming together. I'm getting a picture.
2: Yeah, and then he did do the movie, the Charlie's Angels movie, and I think that was probably after the two of them started dating. I think it was kinda mm. like she got in that it was a very small part, so mm. but it was kind of the beginning of the end for the Tom Green show, I think, when he did that. Yeah. No, get a movie. He did a movie called Freddie Got Fingered. I never heard Yeah. Of. Well it's probably on that Wikipedia page. Yeah. And, probably. Uh, but he did do that movie. It's got if you look up the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, it's probably like five percent or two percent or something like that it's real bad
0: okay yeah this is making a lot more sense now okay thank you so much jimmy for being on my podcast
2: oh yeah i appreciate it thank you
0: so i feel like overall i did get a lot out of that i get the gist of like why people know who he is but i'm still kind of like i don't really understand his time with drew So And I don't understand the nature of their relationship and what it was like um, pop-culturally at the time. So to get more on that, like a more pop culture perspective, I'm going to be calling my Aunt Donna. And she's going to help me continue my academic career in figuring out who Tom Green is via Tom Green School. Hi, Donna. Welcome to my podcast. Hello. Okay, so Tom Green, I feel like, I still don't know who this man is, and I was wondering if you could help me and tell me what you know about him. Sure. Well,
3: I can tell you what I, what I know of him, um, which I'm sure is not what everyone knows about him. But um, so what I think of when I think of Tom Green, um, the first thing that I think of is that he was married to... Drew Barrymore um, briefly I think that they were married for a year and when they were married they had like this horrific fire and I remember that Drew's house burnt down or their house together burnt down Um, so I just remember that you know that 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 had happened they had gone through all of that yep and um, and then shortly thereafter um, they were getting divorced so that was you know, so when I think of him, that's what I immediately um think of. Prior to that, you know, I, I know that he's um he's I think he's Canadian American. Um and essentially he was um, you know, he was kind of known for like the early like shock comedy type of um person. Um and he had a show on um M T V. So that was the first thing that I knew about him, that he had his own show, and he kind of did some, like, really just, like, silly, shocked things.
0: Do you know what the show was called, or no? Um,
3: I think it was called The Tom Green Show. I'm not,
0: okay. I'm not certain, but I believe that um, it was called The Tom Green Show. I've heard it, I, I've heard it um, with other people I've asked, compared to, like, Jackass. Is that yeah. what it was like? Yeah,
3: I think that's right. I think it was probably, like, the original,
0: you know, kind of the original kind of doing some shock
3: comedy that was um, but it was also um, since it was on mtv it wasn't something that had to be um, you know terribly screened i think that um, so more of a mainstream audience could could watch it because it was on mtv um so he was just really um you know kind of silly and um provocative in that way
0: so is that what he's
3: famous for That's definitely what he's famous for, you know, kind of being that shock comedy um, from his show. He was on that, you know, the show. And then I think from there he kind of went on and did, like, parts and movies. Um, I think he was in, like, a Charlie's Angels movie. So I think he did, um, you know, all of those things. And then he, you know, he kind of was, you know, that was kind of his stick. And then all of a sudden he was married to Drew Barrymore. Um and I think that that kind of um it, it shocked everyone at that time um when he you know was with her and they got married quickly and then um and then, as quickly as they were married, um they wound up getting divorced
0: wow i <laughs> I feel like I know him now <laughs> to I don't know
3: what he's up to now, you know actually so post true I'm not sure I don't
0: think anybody is <laughs>
3: oh, I know, and right, I don't know what. What he's doing. Well, he's being
0: interviewed on the Drew Barrymore show. Well, that's nice. That's something, something nice about them that they when, can do it. When he got interviewed this week, he was in a van. Really? He was in a van and he was wearing a cowboy hat. Um, hmm. Yeah, he, he seems like quite a character and it seems like he always has been. So that kind of is coming together. Yep, I think so too. All right, well, thank you so much for coming on the show and explaining Tom Green to me. You're
3: welcome. You're very welcome.
0: Wow. Wow, what can I say? I'm so excited to be graduating from Tom Green School. I finally know who this man is just enough to not be confused the next time he shows up on the Drew Barrymore Show. I I have so many people to thank Drew for bringing this to my attention, this gap in my pop culture knowledge. My Uncle Jimmy, my Aunt Donna, the list ends there. And, um... You know, I'm just gonna go forth with my knowledge and, and just know that I've enriched my life. Okay, that segment's over. Let's talk about Thursday now. Mm-hmm.
1: Off of here, if it's the last thing I do. God darn it! All right, hold you can on. do it, you can do it. God, I, oh, I'm gonna do it. Just, all right, here we go. Get, 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 get. No.
2: Yeah. And
0: All right, here we
2: here you go. Thank
0: you, Carson. That was a clip from Drew. Um, she did a segment, an interactive segment, you know I love those, with Carson Kressley. Um, it was about, like, building a tablescape for the holidays. It was sponsored by Walmart, of course. If I could tell you exactly what is happening in that clip, like, what she's struggling with, I would, but I cannot. I don't know. At another point, she had this um, Instagram comedian, Robin Shaw on the show. Um, she has, like, this viral video of her, like, reading her goals for 2020 from the new year and um, i'm sure you've seen it you can google it on your own time but um basically this was her introduction
1: (laughs) i'm happy to have found someone else who's laughing about death because i have been laughing about it my whole life and the looks i've gotten the rooms i've shut down the awkward situations i've created
0: loved it okay Breezing through Thursday. It was a great episode, but not a lot of great things to talk about for this podcast. So let's move on to the last day of the week, Friday. I have to say, I feel mentally well. Yeah. Friday's episode was awesome. She had an incredible guest. The one and only Martha Stewart. There was this one moment I thought was really funny where Drew, to her credit, like tried to ask this like very profound question. I'll, I'll let you hear it. I was thinking about all that I've done in my life. And
1: for some reason it just calmed me so much because I'm always thinking, what have I got to do? I've got to do this, I've got to get that done. It's like a hamster wheel on fire and I'm (laughs) like, it never really stops. And do you think that it's wise or calming to look back at your life and think, I went to school, I had a child, I had a best friend. I had a first job, I, I did all of these things. Do you think that could be an antidote to the sort of pressures we all feel in order to make our own lives work and happen?
0: Martha's like, bitch, I'm a felon. <laughs> but she says it in her, her Martha Stewart way.
4: <laughs> well, I, I'm not very introspective that way. I really like to get things done. I'd like to move on
1: to
3: the next fabulous project.
0: During Drew's news on Friday, she was talking about, I'm sure you've heard about these monoliths that keep popping up everywhere, and she has some theories.
1: So I don't think that is a marketing ploy. Is it a gift from aliens to help bring humanity together over a globally shared mystery? The New York Times has a theory that artist John McCracken planted the first monolith in Utah before he died because it's identical to some of his work. We'll keep Nancy Drewing this one. I just love a mystery.
0: I really hope that Drew does, I hope that Drew's News is the news outlet to break this story and to crack this code. I hope they do Nancy Drew this. I hope they Nancy Drew Barrymore this, because um, to me that would be like on par with Courtney Love finding that missing Malaysian airliner a few years ago. I just think it would be Amazing, I can only hope.
1: that now,
0: you can get your very own Stouffer's lasagna fanny
1: pack. Have your lasagna on the go with this great holiday gift. You
0: strap it on, and you open it up, and manja! I personally really appreciated that um, tutorial on how to use a fanny pack. So she did, of course, end up opening up the fanny pack, sticking a fork into it, and taking out a piece of lasagna that God knows how long (laughs) that was in there or what temperature it is, and then ate it and then acted like she loved it. I'm in awe. I am in awe of her. I'm in awe of her. Now, (laughs) this is gonna sound like the weirdest segue ever, but- All right, that's it for our recap. We've recapped everything that has mattered to me this week of the Drew Barrymore Show. Now, if you keep listening, um, I'm going to play a game with one of my best friends, Chris. He invented the game. He will be the one administering the game to me, meaning I'm the contestant. So it's kind of a role reversal there. Um, it's called Drewy Night. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the show.
4: Hi. I'm so excited to be here. Longtime listener. Longtime Drew Barrymore fan. This is a dream come true.
0: Ah, so excited to have you, and I'm so excited to play Drew Night with you.
4: Drew Night, oh my god, I love this game.
0: So, do you want to go over the rules real real quick? So, actually, I'm going to be the one, you're going to be giving me the questions, and I'm going to be answering, right?
4: Yeah, I'm presenting this to you. I've accumulated a collection of quotes from either a Drew Barrymore movie or the Drew Barrymore show, and I'm going to see if, as you are a Drew Barrymore show fanatic, So you know so much about it. I want to see if you can guess which quotes are from the show and which ones are from a movie or TV show that she's worked on. Yeah, this
0: is going to be interesting because obviously I watch the show every single day, but I've only seen a handful of Drew Barrymore projects. So we'll see how I do on this, but I'm excited to play.
4: Yes. I'm so excited. Let's start. Okay. So the first quote is, and that's kicking your ass.
0: Wow. (laughs) Um, and that's kicking your ass, huh? For
4: your sake, as somebody as knowledgeable about the Drew Barrymore show, I am not gonna go easy on you.
0: Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, My gut instinct on this one is movie.
4: Okay, yes, it is a movie.
0: Okay. Now, I cannot tell you, I I can't tell you what movie this is, but is it one I've seen, do you think?
4: You have seen this movie. I know for a fact you've seen this movie.
0: Is it Charlie's Angels?
4: It is Charlie's Angels. Yes. So you get 2 points for that. You get a point for guessing whether it's the show or the movie, uh, the show or a movie, and then you get another point for guessing what it's from.
0: Awesome. Okay, starting strong, starting strong. <laughs>
4: okay. So my next quote is I don't know why, but sleep it's been like a weird thing for me. <laughs>
0: That has to be the Drew Barrymore show.
4: It is it is in fact the Drew Barrymore show.
0: <laughs> I feel like I can hear her saying that, but I can't get the extra point. I don't know who, I don't know what interview that's from.
4: Okay. Okay. Um okay, we'll keep going then. Okay. Um The next quote is, "We've lived so much in the last 20 years. You've had a life and I've had a life."
0: Okay. <laughs> Easy. That's gotta be the Drew Barrymore show interviewing Tom Green.
4: Okay, okay. Um and then another quote. I love your parents and I really love and you and celebrate you.
0: Um I'm gonna say Drew Barrymore show.
4: Oh my god, you're
0: right. But who was she interviewing? Someone with famous parents. I would assume. Mmm. I don't know who is it.
4: All three of those last quotes for, were from an interview with Tom Green.
0: <laughs> That's Tom Green too. <laughs> I
4: mean, we never married, so like wow. I guess. Wow.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> okay. My next quote is, "Please leave me alone."
0: Mm, I'm gonna go movie or show.
4: Okay. Yes. You got you got a point for that.
0: Um. Oh God. I don't know why. But my gut instinct is Santa Clarita die.
4: Ooh no. That was her that was her role as Casey Becker in Scream.
0: Oh see, I have not seen Scream.
4: Okay. So the next one. Okay. We've been through everything together. Everything.
0: Oh. That sounds very familiar to me. I'm gonna say Drew Barrymore's show.
4: Yes. Okay.
0: With I'm gonna say with Cameron Diaz and Lucy Liu.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> that was so good <laughs> you're really killing this game thank you the next quote is i don't like his feet
0: <laughs> oh i want to say that's from santa to diet <gasps> oh
4: no i will you get the point for like you you knew yeah. it was not from the show it
0: sounds like something a cannibal would say
4: that was actually a quote from her role as Gertie and ET the
0: Extraterrestrial.
4: Oh, <laughs> we went far back for that one.
0: Yeah, that's a real throwback.
4: <laughs> oh my god! Here's a, okay. This one's gonna be this one's gonna be a hard ball for you. Okay. Okay. I'm an heiress. Mm,
0: I. This is hard. So. Mm, I'm an heiress. Um. A movie.
4: It is a movie.
0: Okay. Um. I don't know.
4: That was the role. That Drew lent her voice to her role as Chloe in Beverly Hills Chihuahua. No,
0: <laughs> I didn't even know she was in that.
4: <laughs> if you look up Drew Barrymore's IMDb IMDb page, she is in Beverly Hills Chihuahua as Chloe in the first movie. I think it's a trilogy, and she did not return for at least one or of the other ones. Okay, now let's go. Let's go with this quote. I think you. I think you. you should be able to get this quote. Okay. You're romantic. You have a lyrical soul. You can love under the best and worst conditions.
0: Um Oh god. These are getting harder. Um Drew Barrymore show.
4: Uh no. Ugh. That was her role as Lindsay Meeks in Fever Pitch, your favorite.
0: Ah. Well, Chris, you know I lost the DVD, so I haven't seen it in a <laughs> in a while. That
4: is fair. I should have taken that into consideration. <laughs> Okay, this one might be easier for you, then. This quote is, I just threw up, like, a fair amount.
0: Oh, that's from Fever Pit, right? Oh, no! She throws up in Fever Pit!
4: i'll give you the point for knowing it's like not from the show but that was sheila hammond from santa clara oh
0: santa. well that trip that tripped me up because there's a scene in fever pitch where she like throws up in jimmy fallon's apartment so
4: is that is that like a requirement in her contract to like have thrown up on
0: screen yeah she she demands it actually
4: okay so the next one is it was like a level of innovation it blew my doors open
0: oh that is the drew barrymore show and, oh, it sounds so familiar. That's oh, my so God. I don't know.
4: Okay, well, that quote came from her interview with Chloe Fineman. Ah. Uh, we were talking about when SNL did the SNL at Home episode.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I should have gotten that one.
4: The last quote for Droovy Knight is, Yesterday, I've never even met you.
0: Um... <laughs> I would love if that was the Drew Barrymore show, but I feel like it's got to be a movie.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah.
0: Yesterday, I've never even met you. I'm trying to think of what she's in (laughs) that I we haven't...
4: This one, you definitely know of this movie. I I honestly don't know if you've seen this movie, but also I feel like you have to have seen this movie.
0: Um... God, what else was she in? (laughs) My knowledge of movies is, like, so narrow. Um... I'm going to start listing movies. Okay?
4: I don't know if this will count as a point. <laughs> but okay.
0: ET, Firestarter, Charlie's Angels 2, Full Throttle. Full Throttle. Uh, Whippet? No. She's in Whippet, but I don't know. I don't think she has like a lot of lines. I literally,
4: I like looked for quotes on Whippet and I could not find a single one from her character.
0: She was busy directing. Um <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I don't. I give up. I give up.
4: It's her role as Lucy Whitmore in Fifty First Dates.
0: Okay, I'm uh, humiliated that I didn't get that by context clues. <laughs> um, actually, Fifty First Dates just got put on Netflix, so I'm going to watch it this weekend. And you won't trip me up on that one again ever.
4: Good. And then we can have another groovy day.
0: Yes, night. I would love to do this again. This was very challenging to me.
4: I had twelve quotes. You racked up. 15 points with all your bonus points
0: okay okay not the worst
4: you did amazing in this game and i think i need to come back and try to stump you again
0: thank you so much and thank you so much for coming on the show this was so fun chris
4: of course i listen every week so it's, it's an honor to have gotten a chance to been on your show
0: wow and it's an honor for me to meet my biggest fan Alright, and it should be noted that we are filming this on Wednesday, which was actually Lucy Lou's birthday of Charlie's Angels fame, which Drew also starred in. So uh, before we go, I just want to say happy birthday, Lucy Lou! Happy
4: birthday, Lucy Lou!